everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Pierre, that is Tara, and we are going to talk about The Twilight Zone, Season 2, Episode 28. It's called, Will the Real Martian Please Stand Up? So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. Uh, that's a longer title than usual. I had to do a whole extra sort of swing in my voice to get to the end of that one. It's a fun title. So it is a fun title. Uh, premise of this one, of course, is the, the bottle episode. I mean, admittedly, a lot of Twilight Zone, classic Twilight Zones are bottle episodes, but this is the diner in the snowstorm where a couple of police officers have heard reports of something crashing in a lake. There are footprints in the snow and it leads to a diner and they jump to some obscene conclusions about UFOs and come to the diner and the only people in the diner, all in the person who works there, obviously, is a group of people who came off of a bus. And when they asked the, the, the bus driver how many people were on the bus, he says there's six, obviously plus him. However, there's seven people in the diner, plus him. Which yeah. one wow. is the alien? Or, more specifically, which one is the Martian? So that is the, uh, that is the idea, that is the, the gist of the episode. Uh, unfortunately, none of the actors were Matt Damon, to make it obvious. So, uh, we had to go with... <laughs> Look, like, we're recording this late, I'm extra sleepy, I, the jokes are going to be dumb tonight, alright? I'm just going to have to live with it. <laughs> just going to have to live with it. So, that's just the episode. Tara, did you enjoy Will the Real Martian Please Stand Up? Yes. I mean, was there any chance that I would say no? That's fair. <laughs> it's a fun episode. It's a very fun episode. I liked it as well. I don't think it's perfect. It's, it's, it it kind of it has this interesting middle ground for me, mm-hmm. where it's a really fun watch. It takes a lot of my boxes. It's about a bottle episode. the The core mystery. I mean, forget the alien part. Just the idea that there's one person extra who shouldn't be there, and they're trying to figure out who's kind of snuck in, and no one's really sure how. I love yeah. that idea. Uh, it's got a little bit of a thing from another world going on, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you also have. Uh, some fun stuff at the ending. However, I do think the extra reveal at the end. Eh, don't you don't like the twist on twist. I don't dislike it per se, but it, like the episode sort of feels relatively psychological, and then sort of takes a sharp turn at the end into a bit more just that's do something goofy and kind of mm-hmm. silly. It's actually not too too dissimilar from the uh, the alien episode with. Um, Bridges Meredith, who's coming back next week, apparently. But he is, yes. The last one we watched with him, where he was uh, some Mr. Dingle the Strong. I was thinking of that, and I was thinking, I was, you know, I thought back to that, and I was like, yeah, I wasn't really particularly into the ending of that one. And this that one, one is was definitely super silly. This one is definitely better. Don't get me wrong. There's more fun to be had with the ending of this because it's a bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the twist at the end. I'm already spoilers, so I mean, I could, I don't have to avoid this. This still see what it is, but I feel like the twist at the end of this one. Which is that there's also someone in the diner from Venus <laughs> who who mm-hmm. are already colonizing the Earth and the Martians too late. I feel mm-hmm. like if it focused more on the idea that the Martian is there to colonize, but it isn't. The, the whole mystery is just which one's the Martian. So the whole idea that we're doing a twist, like, oh, there's another alien already here that's colonizing, feels kind of like... But that wasn't really what the episode was about. <laughs> it, was, it was just about who is the odd one It was about out. paranoia, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it feels a little, just kind of like, just a little bit left of the theme of the episode, and because yeah, of that, it feels a bit tacked on to me. 
it, it seems like it's going to be an episode like the monsters are due on Maple Street, which is a mm. very like deep episode. And this one is not like that. It's just like a fun, I don't know, like almost sci-fi Agatha Christie. I mean, at least for the first 90% of it. Yeah. I was going to say, I, it's like and 90%. I, do, I mean, I did enjoy it. I liked watching it, even though like even the image for the, uh, <laughs> for the episode really spoils something in it. That's, kind of major well yeah not everyone looks at imdb admittedly before they watch episodes but yeah yeah i mean i i did i checked it out i was like oh what a bummer (laughs) imdb um so i should write an email or two so that would be my my main critique and my other more minor critique is that there is one character who i did find a little bit annoying uh the joker old man character is a bit obnoxiously in your face i would say avery is that that great you thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was so fun. Uh, I, felt I mean, like he was it, so into it. Yeah, but he was just after a while, he was just kind of yelling the most obvious, like silly joke to say. Take me to your leader. He's yelling it to the jukebox. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I think it was his voice was just great. I, I think it was a different actor, perhaps that they may have sold me on it. I don't know mm-hmm. which actor I'd, I'd even think of to put in but that But he's role. got, like, fish eyes. Like, they look two different directions. He's so crazy looking. I don't know. He's such a cool, mm, cool true. looking guy. He's got a great face, great, great voice. I, I liked him. <laughs> he was part of the fun of the episode. Do you think Do you think Tarantino was kind of inspired by this for his Hateful Eight movie? I mean, I would guarantee that he saw it. <laughs> uh, I'm not so it's sure. Hateful Eight vibes. I'm not so. I mean, it's in the snow and it's in you know it's in one location. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure though. This is the first example and the only example that Tarantino saw of that style of premise. Maybe. So uh, that's probably what about lot... when the uh, when the sheriff walked in and said he's taking this girl to Red Rock to hang. No. Uh, now, I'm sleepy, but I think you're making fun of me, and you're adding <laughs> things that weren't in the episode. Just, uh, just, uh, uh, but I, I feel like there's probably a list of, like, 50 westerns that inspired that movie more than... Uh, he takes from all genre. Yeah, than, than this movie. But maybe, maybe it was. Uh, I mean, for, for all you know, I mean, maybe it was the thing from the other world that inspired it. He's like, oh, this is a cool location in the snow, and they're all isolated. Yeah. They don't know who's behind things. Like, you know, maybe it was that... Yeah, he's a man sure. of diverse taste. It just it just reminded me of it a little bit, which is a movie that I adore. So, plus there yeah, was no there was no uh, feet in this episode, and I feel like there weren't. There's footprints. There's footprints, but Tarantino likes bare feet, bare lady feet, in your face and the it's camera. It's in the snow. <laughs> that wouldn't stop him. What if I, was there, I don't was remember it? seeing bare feet in, in Hateful Eight, and I've seen that movie a lot. Do you know what? I'll give him credit. I think he restrained himself because he knew it'd be ridiculous to somehow get someone <laughs> in their bare feet in that movie. That, that's it'd be why so I... funny if uh, if if what's her name takes off her socks and puts them in front of the fire or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why he was making up for it in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because that movie's full of especially yeah, it's full like of double feet. feet. It's yeah. it's like a big f you to the audience. Like oh, <laughs> you want to point out the feet? Well, now you get more feet. <laughs> Anyway. oh dear yeah so like i say the, the the core mechanic of the episode which is you know the two the two cops come to the diner and it's like okay so 
how many people are supposed to be here? The bus driver says six. Think, yeah, yeah, six people. We don't have a manifest. We're it's a bus. <laughs> We're not a plane. And he's so there's six. And then the cop's like, yeah, but there's seven people here. And he looks around. And he's like, but huh? And it becomes this kind of like you know half of the episode is this everyone sort of like. Just basically trying to justify that they were on the bus and sort of why and uh, mm-hmm. you know you've got the pompous guy who is like oh, I've been busting for my meeting at nine a.m. This is outrage that we're snowed down the bridge is shut. Oh, this is terrible. Uh, you've got the 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 dancer or the ex dancer. Uh, There's been a lot of like blonde dancers in these episodes. Do you think Rod Serling's got a type? I I think maybe. Yeah, maybe it does. Uh, Honestly, there's actually a, there's a moment later on with her because there's a oh yeah the driver the driver <laughs> says gross. that he was a, the the driver says that she was definitely on the bus and the the officer's like but you don't remember anyone else why do you know she was on the bus he's like because she's the only one I noticed and she kind of smiles and that was fine like, whatever right he's saying I noticed because she was attractive look as a guy <laughs> I get it right <laughs> like. <laughs> The attractive ones stick out a little bit, all right. I mean, she's like full on glam too. Yeah, but for, for some reason, she's traveling too in the sun or in the snow. For some reason, though, later on when they're all getting back on the bus, the driver sort of helps her on, and both him and the cop just sort of like look at her ass and then both bend over to get a better look at it as she's going up the little, you know, couple of steps onto the yeah, bus. Yeah, guys. And then they look at each other and kind of like, hmm. <laughs> That was a fine bit of ass, if you do say so myself. I agree, good sir. Yes. That was a hot bit of totty. Oh. Yeah. They sound so British now. <laughs> because my pompous, uh, ironic voice. Uh, I'll do it in whatever accent I please. I'll, I'll imagine the characters. I approve. Um... But they all die in the, the bridge anyway, apparently. So, I mean, it's a bit of a, it's actually kind of a dark ending when you stop and like, think about it. Yeah, so I guess the alien faked a phone call that the bridge was was safe to travel on? I assume. They don't really clarify what his powers are. They just, like, they have the lights flicker, the jukebox plays on its own, and... Oh, and the sugar uh, things all explode. Yeah. Yeah. It's all an illusion. Well, that's what it says later, yes. I mean, yeah. it all looks pretty physically happening, but yeah, mm-hmm. partly an illusion. Uh, I mean, I did like the, I mean, on a basic practical sense, I did like the effect of, like, the third arm, like, coming out. I mean, and it's obviously yeah. just someone standing behind him under his coat with, with the arm, but it looked good. It didn't look bad. Yeah, yeah. So. I think the fair. actor sells it, too. Yeah. Um, the third eye on the, 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 you know the bartender the the uh, venetian he i mean the eye obviously is very static and just looks like it's kind of stuck on and yeah whatever it's that's what it, it is. probably looked great in um low definition tv <laughs> yeah i imagine a crt in the 1960s and fuzzy yeah. black and white over the air reception probably masked it quite a bit to make it most people bit... were just fascinated by the uh the whole twist on twist Yes. yes. Not to notice the the poor makeup job on the eye, on the third eye. Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of why my what my problem is with the ending a little bit. Even though I do have fun with the 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 the, the actual effects and whatnot and the, what they're mm-hmm. doing, is that the whole idea of why he's there, uh, why either of them are there, is it, you know it's not been what the episode's been about up until that point. It's just 
this this kind of brought up here just so they can have mm-hmm. this extra little twist uh it was for me i was way more engaged when it was about who is it who's the one in the room who's extra and the couples right. are like well it's you know we can really like the couples because we were together it's just one person but then there's that moment where the young the young woman looks at her their husband or boyfriend and is like i thought you had a pimple or a mole on your chin <laughs> and it's like wait can they shapeshift and no one even suggested it could shapeshift she just kind of jumps to that conclusion um and the yeah, other guys hiding ver- is a loved one we don't know what the alien powers are other than they can explode sugar bottles yeah and the older man's kind of you know he he's immediately is kind of self-aware and says look we're all just going to get power out and start like almost making up reasons why we can't trust each other when there's mm-hmm. no reason to like like you know we're we're you know we're here i've been with my wife for 30 years and she's sort of looking at him like i'm just making sure just in case it isn't you anymore. <laughs> He's so offended by it too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're they're eclectic a bit. Uh, I mean, it's, you've only got twenty five minutes to kind of establish what like nine characters in this, mm-hmm. essentially, because you've got the uh, the old like asshole who turns out to be the the Martian. You've got the bartender who turns out to be from Venus. You've got the young couple has two characters. You got the older couple, so all two characters. So that's it's, it's six. You've got two cops, you've got the dancer, you've got the bus driver, you've got the Joker. That's 11 characters. Ooh. Now, admittedly, the second cop is basically just there in the background. It doesn't really matter. So I'll say 10. There's 10 characters in this. You kind of have to, to some extent... He's to check out Bucks. <laughs> was that the second cop or the first guy? I can't remember which cop it was, but... Uh, the, the younger one, I thought, had more dialogue. Uh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. They look kind of similar to me, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it probably would have worked fine with just one cop. Yeah, there was no reason to have two. Uh, although maybe that was just more realistic was to have two. But... Plus they can talk to each other, I suppose, about yeah. the crash site. Yeah, yeah, some quick and easy exposition. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Were you uh, panicking at the start that uh, they were having asbestos thrown on top of them? You know me. I don't know if it's asbestos or not. It uh, might be. Yeah, uh, you've basically ruined snow from this era for me because I immediately <laughs> thought of it now as well. Yeah. Uh, and I would never have thought of that before. So, you know, Rod Selling standing there in this fake snow, giving us the, Smoking. the little monologue. Uh, Smoking, inhaling asbestos all around. It's It might be like cornflakes or something painted. Yeah, even the even the Martian at the end talks about how good smoking is. He's like, the smoking's not on Mars, and he's like, "This is delightful." I'm like, "All right, all right, Rod, <laughs> okay, calm down okay. with your agenda." All right. <laughs> that was clearly written in by their sponsors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it was. Oh dear. Um, so smooth, even a Martian could smoke it. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Uh. Yeah, no, I mean, the episode is is good. It is actually a very easy watch. It moves very quickly because you have so many characters bouncing off of each other. That, mm-hmm. That's the upside to it, is that while there's a lot of characters to kind of establish, and I actually think it does a decent job of establishing them. Uh, I mean, some better than others. The young couple is just a young couple. They have, like, two lines. Like, that, that moment that I described yeah. where she kind of looks at him and says, didn't you have a mole on your chin? That's almost their entire, like, lines of, you know, dialogue, is that there's maybe, like, one other exchange. Otherwise, because the older couple gets more time, the, the ones who are further up to the front of the diner get way more time to actually speak. Mm-hmm. But 
The upside to it is that there is a lot more bouncing back and forth, maybe a lot more than you typically get in a Twilight Zone episode. And because they're all kind of getting involved, because they're all kind of playing part of the guessing game, um, and they're getting, you know, just a little bit nervous, a little bit on edge, that there's like a, like a, you know, a, a seventh passenger, like some mysterious, one of them doesn't belong. And I think that's, the feeling you get from that is I think something the episode excels at. Uh, ends a little bit tacked on, but it is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know me, I love a good bottle episode. I love the, the trapped in the location in the snow setting. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed all the reveals at the end. Um, John Hoyt, by the way, is famous for Star Trek. <sighs> I don't know if being in the cage is famous for being Star Trek. Okay, he was the he was the drunk, the 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 drunk starship doctor. He's getting Captain Pike drunk. You know they're probably going to have him in the new series. Not the actor, obviously. He's long gone, but the character. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the the actor died in 1991. Uh, yeah, but his character probably going to be in the new Strange New World series. Yes. Uh, I heard rumor that he might be played by um, the reanimator, Jeffrey Combs. Oh, wait, you actually have heard that this character's going to be in it? It's not just you? Well, I imagine he's going to be in it because he was in the, the cage, and we haven't seen their doctor yet. True, true, true. Um... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That was that was just a rumor. I would love to see Jeffrey Combs there, if anyone's listening. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm always down for more Jeffrey Combs. So you're never going to hear me argue about Jeffrey Combs. That being was in... the last way you. <laughs> You'll understand that when you watch Deep Space Nine. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I know Jeffrey Combs from Reanimator, which is like clearly his most I famous role. I brought that up first. I, I mean, sure. This but... time. <laughs> All oh, right, Jesus. Okay, uh, that was World of Real Martian. Please stand up. But yeah, the the the, the Martian comes by. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. they all died. They're all in the. They all fell into their deaths. And I'm glad they addressed it because I was thinking when he said he was the only survivor, I was like, you don't look wet though. You look as if you just strolled yeah. in. <laughs> you look like you just got off the bus. So I'm I'm glad they he addressed that. It was mm-hmm. he asked the question because I thought it was just something they were going to get away, try and get away with, like, because you know Twilight Zone. It's obvious time. Sometimes it'll try and get away with little things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, no, please address this. And they did, they did. Do you think the show in like America is so obsessed with aliens invading Earth because we colonized America from the Native Americans? Yeah, you're scared it's going to happen to you. Yeah. Well, not you. You're, like, Can- you're Canadian. As like karma. Uh, oh yeah, Canada wasn't. Yeah, they gave up willingly. There's nobody there. <laughs> Can Canada just asked politely, and the natives <laughs> went, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> hey, you guys seem nice. Yeah. Uh, there's too 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 many moose around here for us to deal with anyway. So you can you can take up the fight. I don't know. Just popped in my head. Uh, the Great Maple Syrup Wars of 1752. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad that uh, whoever won, everybody wins. Because now there's maple syrup for everyone. I love the idea that Canada had a civil war over maple syrup. Uh, <laughs> uh, if anybody doesn't know, that's totally made up. Yeah, I know. I was the one who made it up. Why are you telling me that? <laughs> I'm not telling you. <laughs> Good. 
Just in case. Maybe some people get their history from our show. No, no, there was totally a maple syrup civil war. <laughs> there was the Canucks. That's why they bring down the uh, the White House. It was the Canucks on one side versus the Abutmen on the other side. This is dying. <laughs> Pretty good episode, though. I really enjoyed it. It's a fun one. And we're almost done. We are almost done. This is, this is the penultimate episode of the season. We have episode 29 next time is the final episode of season 2. And it'll be doing our top 10 of the season. So oh, you can look forward wow. to that. Yeah. Uh, Rod Selling did tell us about next time. He did mention uh, Burgess Meredith coming back once again. And we're getting a dystopian uh, future episode. It's called The Obsolete Man. Here's the description on IMDb. In a future totalitarian society... A librarian is declared obsolete and sentenced to death. A librarian, you say? This is mm. oddly in keeping with his character from a, from the other episode. So that's interesting. And Fritz Weaver is in it. We know him from Demon Seed. Ah, he's the husband. Quite. And he's right. in lots of other things too. But oh, he made it to ninety. That was a good run. Yeah. That was a good run. Shut up. Very exciting. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, so that's the the finale. It's weird to say it's got a finale because it's not really. I mean, Twilight Zone doesn't have finales in the same way that other shows do. But well, season one kind of had a special finale. I mean, Rod Serling was a character. That's true. Okay, that's true. Yeah, they they, they went meta with season one, but I I, I don't mm-hmm. think they're doing that again or anything like it. But I mean, maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe next time we'll come in and say no. This was kind of special for X reasons, but at least at face value, there's nothing streaming at me that this is going to be, you know, special in that kind of way. Right. So, there you go. Uh, yeah. that is, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I like the, uh, I don't really remember this episode that's coming up, but I really like the description. No, no, it sounds, sounds, uh, sounds promising. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the average rate on IMDb also kind of promising. So we will, uh, see what that is next time. Uh, so that has been, will the real Martian please stand up? Uh, you can, of course, let us know what you think of the episode in the comments. Liking super important on YouTube. It lets the algorithm know that you think we're worth checking out. So more people will find us. So please do hit the like button. Uh, you can, of course, support us financially, can't you, Tara? That's right. If you enjoy the show and want to get it early, why not check out our Patreon page? If you donate $5 per month, you will get access to the Twilight Zone episodes one week early. And if you donate $1 per month, you'll get bonus episodes of other shows we do. Thank you. I like how you saved that because you you realized that you jumped to the five dollar perk, but you didn't. You, you said it right. Well, that's the that's the Twilight Zone perk. Yeah, is, that's true. That's true. It's the one that's most relevant to this. But yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Uh, you're so confident at it now. You're actually shaking it up and you're doing different things with it. You're. I'm confident, but I still mess up almost every time. That's part of the charm. <laughs> part of the charm all right there you go that is with twilight zone uh guys on twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates we always appreciate you checking out the show so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching tv guys in the twilight zone